Hello and welcome to the Fabulous by Design podcast. I'm your host, Evie. I am excited you are listening today. This show inspires and empowers you to take the next step towards a life you can't stop thinking about. I am bringing in people from all over the world with authentic and inspiring stories. People who changed their lives from good to better, from miserable to great, turned strategy into hope and became successful entrepreneurs and business owners, living their dream life on their own terms. Grab your favorite note-taking device, lean back and get inspired. I believe that everything you need to create the life of your dreams is already within you. Today, I am connecting all the way to Boston with Amanda. Amanda is an elite fitness coach and CEO of Amanda for Lazy Fitness. And she has took the initiative and established her business during the pandemic. And with that, she has developed tools and skills to navigate through uncertain times. Hello, Amanda. I am so excited to have you here today. Would you like to introduce yourself and tell us a little bit more about you? Hi, thank you so much for having me on this podcast. What a great opportunity, especially you're all the way in Thailand. I love that. Uh, so yeah, a little bit about myself. I've been in the fitness industry for over 10 years as a certified personal trainer. I also manage people for a little bit of time when I realized that I rather help people with their fitness and health journey. I went to college for psychology and biology, thought I was going to be a doctor, realized again that the mental aspect and physical aspect of working with people was my true passion. When I graduated college, I found myself I had no idea what I was doing. I took the LSAT, didn't really know. And then I worked the front desk at a gym at the young age of 21, 22. And I decided that my passion was in fitness. So I began my journey as a personal trainer and then quickly developed a great following of individuals. And then in 2020, when everything happened in the world, they fired everybody. So at that point, I began my own business and working through the ups and downs of navigating, trying to start a business. How am I going to be successful? Who's going to want to train with me? We're living in uncertain times. So it really was quite the journey. And I can't wait to tell you more about it. Uh -huh. This is super inspiring. I think starting a business where the whole world is shutting down where the whole world is just holding their breath and waiting for things either to be over or to never start again I can just speak out of my experience I was sitting there I haven't had started my business yet I was still having a a corporate job in Greece back then and I didn't know whether we're gonna work ever again it was in the in, in tourism so if I think Back at these times when I was sitting on the couch, not knowing what's going to happen to my life fin financially and with my career, I couldn't have imagined starting a business because, you know, this, this fog of fear that just took, you know, hold of me, it, yes. it, it took it all. And I was literally like everybody else waiting. So I find this so courageous and I would like to dig in a few more topics, like going into that. So what what happened to you the moment where you said like you know I'm gonna go against the stream that's a great question so the moment that my company which is a countrywide fitness business fired everyone 
I sat and I looked at my fiance. I will never forget this. A tear rolled down my face. Mm-hmm. And I said, wow, I've worked for this company for so long. And at that time, 2020, it was since 20, 2012. I was like, I don't know what I'm going to do. This is like, that's my income. That's my livelihood. But that's my passion. Mm-hmm. Like, that is my passion to help people. So he looked at me, he said, you're going to figure it out. If there's one person I know that will, it's you. So in that moment in time, I was trying to figure out how am I going to physically train people? Where am I going to see them? And all of that. So over the next month or two, I came up with business plans. I tried to figure out, are people going to train with me virtually? So from that moment, I just realized that this is this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to train people virtually. I'm going to reach out to all my old clients. I'm going to reach out to people on Instagram. And, and it worked slowly but surely over time. It worked. I was traveling to people with a gym in the trunk of my car saying, let's, let's train in a field. We don't have to train inside. It's okay. Like we can be spread apart, whatever works for you. So really circling around that and trying to figure out what people are comfortable with and what people want to do while helping them achieve their goals. It was, there's one thing, it was very scary, Mm -hmm. but every second of that was worth it. And I don't regret any part of that. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I can't imagine. I think on one hand, such a pivot can be super exciting, like going from the offline world, also having like an established environment to work, right? Because yes. I'm, I'm from the health, uh, sports and health industry. And if something was always going well is if you have this establishment of a gym where you can use the stuff, right? The clients come to you. It's just yep. comfortable and you can, you just go and do your work. And I think then making this huge pivot uh, is exciting, but also like nerve wracking, right? And have you been familiar with the online world? before? I was uh, creating meal plans and workout plans for clients. Mm -hmm. So that wasn't something that was new to me. It was more so all of my clientele was within the gym. So just like you said, it was very comfortable. My clients, they came to me. If I wanted to look for more clients, I would walk around the gym. I worked in the back bay of Boston, which if anyone knows is predominantly wealthy individuals. So I had everything right there for me. And it, it was definitely scary, but as far as creating any online programs, yes, just not virtually personal training anyone. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. How was the, I think you had to, to take the people from the gym away, right? So I don't know, maybe the owners or other people might have just been, you know, offended by the fact that you went away and you took clientele with them, right? How did you deal with that fact? So actually the majority of my clients didn't continue with me for a few reasons. They either lost their jobs as well, mm-hmm. or so they couldn't afford it, or the company that I worked with kept charging them money without me training them. It was a huge issue in this in mm-hmm. um, Boston. But I'd say maybe like two people out of, I was training 140 sessions a month, so I forget how many people that really was, probably like 30 to 40 people. I'd maybe say like two people were like, I really want to continue working with you. How can we do this? So it was more, they came to me because the majority were upset and then a lot of them lost their jobs. So I literally went from all of this making six figures and then some to we're at rock bottom, nothing. Okay. So it was not like people followed you, people came with you, but you really truly started over. 
Yes. Yes. Wow. Wow. <laughs> it was very scary. Like there were some, there were some tough times and I still do this to this day. And you probably do this within your profession and help people with their mindset by meditating or deep breathing or laying flat. There was a lot of moments where I laid flat and I was like, let's breathe. We're going to figure this out because I'm not going to run away from my passion. This is my purpose. This is my passion. So it, there was a, there's a few nights like that, but I wasn't going to give up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's a process. If somebody knows what we are speaking about, that this comes up over and over again in the entrepreneurial journey, no matter what, whenever starting a new project and uh, doubts come up, is this even good enough? Are we even going to make this? Uh, whatever, they're like the inner critic gets suddenly loud. And I totally agree with you. And I am a big fan of laying down on the floor and this comes actually from a <laughs> former colleague of mine when we had tough yes. times like in the tourism he used to come into my office and it was usually 40 degrees outside and the floor was a little bit cooler and we mm-hmm. and he saw me breaking and he saw like oh I didn't have a good day he was like come here Ivana let's lay down and yes. kept on doing that and taking a few breaths and going back to yourself and finding that the trust within you uh that could be I mean it is very helpful it just a lot of people don't do it because it seems all too easy right mm-hmm. literally laying on the floor I tell my clients even to this day like you're stressed out lay still close your eyes breathe into your nose out through your mouth and it will take you so much further in the day oh yeah absolutely absolutely so you said before that when when we uh, spoke earlier you say that all these ups and downs you've been through they're hundred percent worth the right. Yes. I would love to go a little bit more into detail. You mentioned a few downs. And mm-hmm. I would love to hear maybe maybe you have a few more, but I also would like to hear the ups. Ups, okay. Just a lot of the ups are coming from people organically reaching out to me and saying, Wow, I heard I saw you online. I really want to work with you. And I can genuinely say every single time someone reaches out to me, whether it's a direct message on social media or an email or anything, my heart, like, I get that feeling of like, wow, like, this is amazing. Every single time, it's never going to get old. So every single up from me comes from people reaching out to me or people saying, you really inspired me never to give up because throughout my whole entire, my own fitness journey, I preach don't give up on yourself, you will get through it. So the majority of those ups are the moments when people reach out to me and they're like, I I need your help. And there's nothing more than I want in this life than to help people always feel like they're part of something and they can get through whatever mental and physical journey they want to get through. Mm, That's cool. So within your work, you are not focused on the just at the physical body, but also internal work. Could you? Yes. So absolutely. So I also, so I personal train in person still. And the majority of my clients, only people that have had a personal trainer and or personal trainers can relate to this. I am their therapist. Obviously, I'm not a licensed therapist by any means. But people are going to tell me all the things, whatever those may be, the great things, the bad things, the uncertain things, right? And no lie on a weekly basis, there's someone that just walks into a session, and they're not doing well, and they need a hug, like, 
let's, let's talk it out. Let's walk through it. What can I help you with? I can only help you so much, but let's talk about it. And that's literally been since 2012 when I started this mm-hmm. and people feel super comfortable because I, I, listen, we may not agree on things or whatever it is, but I'm going to be there. You can talk to me. I, the, whatever you say is going to stay between these four walls and you and I. So the mental aspect of what I do is always allowing my clients to always feel comfortable and they know they can trust me. So I think that goes a very long way with like how I've been able to progress within my own business because I not only care about you working out. Yes, we have physicals. Everyone has some type of physical or health goal, but I want people to always feel happy mentally and physically within themselves. And if they need to talk about their toxic relationship, which is always something that comes up or they're uncertain within their career, which is also super common. I want them to know that they can confide in me. It's not that they have to, it's that they want to because they feel comfortable. So we work a lot on that and it translates through their physical journey because when you let go, which you know, when you let go of that stress and that inner angst of whatever's going on, your body will thank you physically. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I love to what you just said to showcase that you can apply this to every area in life. Yes. Right. That we can't disconnect body and soul, no matter if it's in a relationship in a romantic relationship or friendship, if it's in your business, if it's on your fitness journey, whatever it is, it's, um, the inner work or the, the the inner conversation we have is not a one-way thing, right? And mm-hmm. this also like immediately leads me to, to the next question because um, we know that the sports and health industry is overrun. There are coaches out there and personal trainers like a lot. I remember that it has been in 2000, it must have been 2012, between 2012 and 15, when I was in this industry, it was full of people. It was like, you know, there was no, I don't know if there was a, like, I've, I've never looked at it that way because if there is a need or not, right? But have you been ever like thinking that you might not have a chance in this industry because there are already so many? Yes, a thousand and ten percent. But what I will tell you is there's no one like me because there can be, there's, beautiful women that people are like, I want to look like you. Absolutely. I understand that. And they sell programs and they have millions of followers. And I don't look at that girl as wow, like I can never be like her. Mm-hmm. In reality, she is herself and I am me and I am not intimidated, scared, or not up for a fight to get the people that I want. And the people that want to work with me, I Like I'm genuine. I'm not just someone that's big in the fitness industry. So I'm never really scared and I'm never going to think, wow, I'm not going to have anyone that wants to work with me because this is my true passion. And I firmly believe that I'll always have people that want to work with me because of the, how genuine I am and my passion to help people. Mm -hmm. So it's, um, would you say that we literally choose our coaches, not actually by their skills and abilities, but by person? Yes, I would definitely think so. I think that every single person, I mean, in my career, so what, since, like I said, 2012, there's only been like maybe a couple people 
that didn't choose to work with me and the majority was really early on within my own career and it were individuals that had a substantial amount of uh, medical issues physical issues so it was more mm-hmm. of I wasn't an expert in that area so I'm going to pass you along to someone that I think you'd be a good fit for very rarely do I have a personality clash and I and I firmly believe it's I'm accepting of all people, all different types of things. And I can find a connection with anybody, literally mm-hmm. anyone. And mm-hmm. I was actually joking around with my sister one day because I, I trained someone and she's like, how do you like have a connection with that person? That seems like someone from, from afar that you wouldn't like be friends with or whatever. And I was like, I, I don't know. I just find a connection with someone because we're all different, but we all have some type of little thing that's, that we can click on so mm-hmm. yeah yeah amanda how much do you believe in the fact that we will always attract the, uh, the right people in our life and business i believe in that wholeheartedly i believe that if you put yourself in the right environment you're always going going to attract what you want to attract if you're in an environment and i can use friends as an example mm-hmm. if you surround yourself with successful people i mean we can go down a whole rabbit hole defining success. But if you if you surround yourself with hardworking individuals, it's only going to bring you up. And the same goes with anything in your relationship. If you're in a relationship with someone and they're a hardworking individual, they're going to bring you up. Or if they're not, it's going to bring you down. So I'm a firm believer your environment helps you bring yourself up or on the other hand, bring yourself down. Yeah, I've experienced that in in many ways and sometimes i i always like to say not everybody will be on board with you right with what you're doing especially if people mm-hmm. um don't have their own business and not even aiming for it they will never understand the drive behind it because it will always mm-hmm. appear as a lot of work like this is you know what, yes. is what you get if people don't understand but i also personally find it a lot of work to show up at 8 a.m in an office you don't want to be at right so it's just uh, exactly. how we perceive it and i think if you work in alignment with um uh, with your values i think that this work can be like very much enjoyable and i i was like in the beginning trying to get everybody you know on that yes. uh, on that va- on on that on the boat because i thought you know if not everybody supports me the way i want it I can't deal with that because is this then really my friend, right? But I realized that at some point, connecting with the people who are doing the same as you are doing is the right thing to go about and not to convince the people who are not doing the same thing to understand you fully, right? And it's enough, in my opinion, that somebody supports and says like, you know what, you're great, you're doing cool. I don't understand anything about it, yep. but it's okay for me and those who really understand who have been in that working on 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 the same topics and going through the same struggles and same achievement they will understand different and i think this is the the, the way to go about to go in the direction where the people are where you actually want to be or where you can share openly absolutely yes because it's, there's something about and you probably can relate to this feeling alone like you're just doing all these things, wearing all these hats and you have no one to talk to and you want to talk to your friend or your best friend or your boyfriend or your whomever, right? And they have no idea the actual struggle it is to create something out of nothing. Mm-hmm. It just, it's a different breed and 
being able to talk to someone that has started a business, it doesn't matter the business because it's the same, like creating something from nothing. As long as you have a supportive circle around you, that's all that matters. The negative negativity, like I don't deal with that. If someone has some negative input about anything, I, see you later. I'm all set. Mm-hmm. Here we are. I'm only going to deal with the positivity because I don't need anything to bring me down. Yeah, I get that. Has this been always like this? Like when you think in the very beginning, uh, have you been always dealing with uh, resilience uh, to these um Yeah, to people's comments or has this been a, a journey to 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 get where you are where you are today wow now that's a deep question and i really love this because i think it's important to share things that people have gone through to be to help people relate to make mm-hmm. them understand that they're not alone and i definitely if we're going to talk lifespan i have not been resilient all the time i when i was much younger i was bullied very badly mm-hmm. and you know very much against bullying as anyone is right and i was constantly brought down brought down brought down brought down by people around me right in school what have you and one day i just said i'm not going to take it anymore like i stuck up for myself and i wasn't going to let anyone say x y and z to me and i wasn't going to let whatever their words are that's not going to affect me anymore mm-hmm. and from that moment in time i also is when i found my fitness journey which was no lie in elementary school I was stressed out people were picking on me you know I mean when you're growing up people pick on you and little things but I'm, mine was a little bit more e- extreme so I found my fitness journey by just walking on the treadmill I played sports I played soccer my whole life and I realized wow I feel so much better than I did before I walked on the treadmill I'm talking not walk on the treadmill to lose weight or anything but It, the movement helped me. So I didn't even know I was starting a journey of mental and physical health at the age of nine. I had no idea. So I'd say my resilience started that moment that I chose, I'm going to start moving differently and taking care of myself differently. But I was, again, nine. So I didn't really know what I was doing. I just knew that I really like this and I'm going to continue doing this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the question is, do we really always have to give it a name, right? Do we always have to to know what's going on? Because just the simple fact that it feels good and it does you good Um If you follow that intuition, I think it, you can't do much wrong, right? I always say with right. people when they say, if you are have, having the feeling of hitting a wall and something is not working well for you, then instead of running through that wall and digging that hole, right, and wasting your energy on that, just step back and have a look at it, right? And yes. I'm trying not to give things names, right? And I'm sure if it mind years, you, you probably didn't even wanted to, to name it, but you realized, oh my God, this is cool. And I'm going to uh, continue that, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Super cool. Yeah. I'm I'm really happy to hear that this happened to you at such a young age, because as you said, as we are finding our identity in this mm-hmm. very special decade of our lives, it can go anywhere. Absolutely. Very nice. Amanda, um, what advice would you give to someone who wants to start a business in your industry? I would tell them to make sure that their passion truly is to help people. Mm-hmm. And the reason why I say that is, as I mentioned, I worked in the fitness industry since 2012. And I've seen a lot of personal trainers go in and out of gyms. Mm-hmm. 
-hmm. And it's not a lack of hustle. I mean, some of it, yeah, was a lack of hustle. They just didn't, they just found themselves there because they like to work out. But you really need to want to help people. And that speaks volumes. So there's people that have tried to be trainers that have shadowed me, trained with me. And mm -hmm. you, you just knew, like, they enjoyed working out. And that's okay. Your real passion isn't to help this person lose weight and get through their struggles of life. So I would tell that person to really make sure that they want to help people. Mm -hmm. And if that's, if they already checked that off, the second thing I would say is never to give up because if your true passion is to help people, it's such a precious quality to have, then never give up. Mm -hmm. Yeah. If you find a passion in serving others. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. I can relate to so to this because it was in in the sports and health industry back then and also now that I truly found a passion in serving others. And I think it also does something, I don't know if you agree with me, but it does a lot to yourself as well. Because if you want to serve others and help them to become a better person in no matter way, mm -hmm. no matter what on what journey they are, that you have to do the work first, right? And I think this is such a such a precious gift that I don't want to say you are forced to it, but you're actually invited, right, to to walk these steps for you. And this is such an effect, at least it had on my life. Yes, I would agree. I think I even have this conversation with like my parents, like back way back in the day when they were like, what do you mean you're not going to go to med school or law school? Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I said, I, I love helping people. My parents like, we well, always say like, you don't like people. And it's not that I don't like people. I just don't like negative aspects of people, right? Like anyone will say you gotta really want it like when I tell you that I my clients need a hug or the fulfillment that I get like this feeling I'm pointing at I know no one can see this but I'm like pointing at my chest like that feeling alone takes me every single day day to day and it just warms me like I, that's my passion to help people and to never let anyone feel down like let's work on it let's strive through whatever it is physical barriers mental barriers mm -hmm. And this is what you get for the, all the work you've put in to establish yes. it. And you can walk, uh, like, I, I remember that it was every day I walked out of this gym. And no matter how long the day was, there was always this fulfillment of, wow, I can do this, yes. right? Yes, yeah. every yeah. single every single day, every single session, every time I talk to a client. Yeah, lovely. Thank you. Thank you, Amanda, for elaborating on this. So my last and favorite question, I'm asking this every guest and I'm always super excited to hear the answer because I was not expecting this, but literally so far, every answer was so unique and different. What do people misunderstand the most about you? That I'm very unapproachable. That, oh, yes, I, I know. See, your face alone was like, I don't believe that. And I think what it is, is a lot of people think I'm unapproachable because if you look at the setting that most people see me in, mm -hmm. be in a gym, right? Mm -hmm. And we didn't mention I used, I competed in uh, bikini, like bodybuilding competition. So a lot of people were like, I'm not going to go talk to her. Like she's a trainer, but like, I, I can't, she's I scary. Her. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to do that. She has tattoos. And the majority of my clients have been like, wow, I was actually really scared to talk to you, but you're very nice and you've helped me through this. So I would definitely say that one of the biggest misconceptions is that I'm unapproachable. And I don't know if it's looks wise or whatever the, the no 
BS attitude that I have, mm-hmm. I, I would definitely say that that is, that is it. I am unapproachable, but mm-hmm. I hope anyone that's listening, if you see me out at the gym, even if I'm not smiling, I'm very happy. You can, you can say hello. Or if you see me online and you want to talk, send me a message. I'm very friendly, but definitely mm-hmm. unapproachable would be the answer to that. Yeah, I, I, I kind of can't imagine what you mean by that, because the gym is such a masculine environment, like in terms of masculine energy, right? Because it's like, it's steel, right? It's, it's hard work. There is very little uh, feminine energy, right? In, in, in this sense. And I can imagine if then a, a woman appears that is confident, that is doing her workout, with focus, right? Because I, mm-hmm. I know how, I know that feeling, and I know how it is. You don't want to be disturbed, and and then you have only this picture and nothing else, and be like, oh my god, how how I'm even supposed yes. to smile, right? <laughs> but mm-hmm. thank you for clarifying. I think it, it it makes total sense, Amanda. If people want to reach out to you, as we know now, you uh, don't bite. You are a very kind person, open minded, and happy to connect and help. Where can people find you? They can find me on my website, amandaferlisi.com. And you can find me on Instagram. Instagram is probably the most active. So that would be mm-hmm. Amanda underscore Ferlisi. And you can find all those clickables on my website as well to my social media. Lovely. And the best way to connect with you is a message? I would definitely say yeah, a message. Yeah, cool. I will put this all in the show notes so people can reach out to you, connect with you if they want to. Um, with that said, I just want to say a big thank you to you for this lovely conversation, for the insights, for being vulnerable, for sharing all your ups and downs. And I am convinced that it will help people, whoever listens to this. So thank you so much, Amanda. You're welcome. And thank you so much for having me. This was an amazing experience. And I hope that our conversation helped at least one person out there. Hey, do you want to create fantastic reels with unique captions quickly? This script has saved me time and brought back the fun of creating reels. The writing, transcript, editing and recording program automatically detects errors, arms and speech gaps and much more. I became an affiliate of this script because it eliminates the sucky parts of reel and video editing and adds value to my work as a coach and creator. You can try this script for free by clicking the link in the show notes and reach out to me if you need help with your first edit.